Greetings, guys, and I hope all is well with you. Come on in, come on in. Grab a good pad, good pen, as well as a good friend. And welcome to Evolution Now. I am your host, T.S. Bradshaw, astro-numerologist, motivational speaker, metaphysical counselor, psychic healer, and author with your co-host, Saya. What's going on, everybody? Thank you all very much for tuning in for today's podcast. Yes, indeed. And together we host the Evolution Now podcast. So if you have an astrology, numerology, or topic-related question or comment that you want answered or shared, send your questions or comments to evolutionnow.org at gmail.com okay so we've been away for a while we've had some uh you know illnesses happening with us and uh we're back yeah we're back that is right we are back guys so um we are currently in the season of virgo and the season of health, purity, service, and self-adjustment or self-improvement. And speaking of health and self-adjustment, this is story time. This is story time, okay? So we've been away because we've all have had, you know, uh, a bit of uh, a bit of an illness happening going around um, in our little production team that we've got going on. Um, as well as with myself and Saya here. So this past week, uh, my health took a bit of a, a hit and was compromised. And so, you know, a few days ago, I was caught, I don't even want to say a few days ago, that was like last week or so. Um, I was caught walking in the rain and I was drenched with no umbrella. And so I immediately told myself I was going to be sick and that just triggered my whole subconscious mindset. And so my subconscious mind was imprinted with that particular, you know, idea of me going to be sick because that was the first thing that came to mind once, you know, it started raining. Um, And so the next two days following that day, I was fine, but I was, you know, um, working myself so much that I was not sleeping, Uh uh-huh. In the season of Virgo, I was not sleeping. And so when you don't get, you know, the amount of rest that your body needs, your immune system plummets. So of course, this negatively affected my immune system and boom, I became ill uh, with a head cold. And note, I rarely become ill, maybe once out of a year. So this was a major, and I mean major self-adjustment for me because I'm used to, you know, healing others. Um, And so when it came my turn for me to, you know, begin to heal myself, that was a whole nother set of Pattisons, everybody. Well, let me just say, I had to get the vitamin 3D, the elderberry syrup, uh, the valerian, because I used some valerian root um, to assist me in my healing, some licorice I also used. Um, marshmallow root, some sea salt for the sore throat and water. And I went to work. Okay. I went to work, everybody. 
All right. Now, there's a disclaimer. Um, I am not a doctor, uh, but I am a thorough researcher and a student of herbalism. So, you know, um, be sure to research the herbs that I just mentioned to you all and see if they are uh, suited for your consumption. And also consult with your doctor prior to using um, any of the herbs that I mentioned or any of the herbs that anyone mentions to you, okay? Um, you know, I work with herbs, um, I research them and I study them. So I am no stranger to herbs and herbal usage. Um, so, you know, for example, um, you should not use licorice if you are taking blood pressure medication or blood thinners or if you have heart disease, kidney disease, or again, high blood pressure. So you want to consult your doctor. Um, licorice is what I use to help with my sore throat, the licorice and the marshmallow root. Um, marshmallow root is definitely a demulcent and it helps to soothe the throat. Also, um, do not use valerian um, with alcohol or with sleeping aids or with antidepressants. Um, Valium, don't use it with Valium or, or, or Xanax or any other sedative drugs because it is a mild sedative, okay? Also, you don't want to drive or operate any type of machinery upon taking Valerian. And so I use Valerian to help me um, to just, you know, um, bring about a calmness to me. It's a Nervine. So it helps to bring my, my nerves down, to calm me down, and also to um, rid myself of soreness because my body was a tad bit sore when I was going through my healing process. So, you know, Valerian does help with, you know, um, body aches um, and things of that nature, especially if you have a headache because I was having a pressure um, headache in, you know, um, in my head. Um, and so, um, I certainly use that to help me with that. But if you're going to take valerian, um, you know, the herb, valerian root, make sure that you do not take it with any other sleep aids or antidepressants because it is a mild sedative and it, it, it can kind of, you know, sedate you and kind of put you to sleep. But so go to bed, period. After taking valerian, just rest. Okay. Um, so those are the things that I took, but I also want to say that I also took, um, uh, another herb to certainly help to bring about some nourishment and that's nettles. Nettles helped me also. Um, and that's a very nourishing herb, um, that can be taken, um, you know, to help to definitely, uh, bring about some nourishment to the body. Because as you guys may or may not know, when you become ill, let me just say, okay, um, you just uh, feel tired. You feel tired, you feel lethargic, right? Um, and you need to replenish, um, you know, your energy, you know, and you need to certainly replenish your electrolytes as well. So I would say for electrolytes, if you need to replenish those, good old coconut water. I know some people may not do coconut water and there are some people who do really enjoy coconut water. But um, coconut water is um, good to help to replenish the electrolytes. So needless to say, we are back. We are well. And uh, I am grateful for my health. You never really appreciate. I don't think people really appreciate their health until it's been compromised. What say you, Sire? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, that doesn't just go with health. That goes with a lot of things, you know. Can't, uh, don't appreciate it until it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, and even, even applies to health, which is unfortunate because you need your health for your wealth, you know, for anything you want to do and, and do it to the best of your ability. So. Yeah, you felt a little under the weather yourself, didn't you, just a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, but this lady right here helped me, helped me pull through it. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's, it was uncomfortable, definitely, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and so that's why, you know, um, it's important that uh, we work to be healthy, you know, in this season of Virgo. Um, when you, I'm just saying, you know, when you are uh, trying to, you know, certainly gain your strength and your health back. Um, and for me, uh, like you heard Saya say, you know, I wasn't only helping myself. To, to heal, but I was also helping him to heal, and my, my other son, I was helping him to heal. Everybody just all of a sudden just came down with, you know, sore throats and, you know, all types of things happening. Uh, but uh, my daughter was the only one who, you know, pretty much, she was, she was okay, she was good, and she helped us all out as well, too. Um, the little helper that she is, she helped us out, and I greatly appreciate her. Um, as well, but yeah, we were, we were going through it, but we here now, we are here now, we are back, okay, we are back, and I am so grateful, so for those of you who uh, might be battling, um, you know, a bit of illness, you know, this is a wonderful time for you to get on it, jump on it, you know, drink plenty of water, you know, get again, some uh, coconut water to help you to replenish your electrolytes so that you can replenish your energy and things of that nature. And uh, don't be afraid to, you know, certainly reach out to people for assistance and help. And I want to say thank you for those of you out there who, you know, definitely assisted us in our time of need when we were going through, you know, um, our period of illness um, and recovery. I want to say thank you all, all of the text messages and the calls um, and the assistance that people had given us uh, during this time, this challenging time. Um, we want to thank you all. We want to say thank you and we greatly appreciate your support. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, speaking of support and this journey to wellness, uh, we have a couple of people joining us for the Virgo Health Challenge. And so that's why we have that. We have the Virgo Health Challenge going on right now. And so, you know, I implore each and every one of you to certainly, um, you know, take care of your health in the season. So, Saya, you know, who are some of the, the, the people who are joining us for the, the Virgo Health Challenge and what do they have going on? Well, the first person we have here is Francis D.N., says he wants to change his eating pattern. All right, Francis. Uh, next one we have is Nakia Terror. Uh, wants to eat more healthier. Uh, Larry Love says he wants to eat more fruits and vegetables and watch his weight. All right. Uh, Vernique Wisdom. Uh, I am giving up coffee f uh, for 21 days. I'm going to need more than luck and prayer. I'm focusing on the benefits. For me, it's better digesting and sleep. I'm stronger than... 
it looks like she says that she's stronger than Maxwell House. Yeah, and Bastello. Uh, and Joyful Healer uh, says, uh, wants to do more walking on the beach regularly. Hiking in the woods, too. Yeah, I like hiking, too. And she says, there's a lot of beautiful nature preserves in her area. She's looking to combine physical and activity, physical activities or exercise with nature. Really appreciate that. We love nature, especially me. Yeah, we do love nature. And let me just say this. You know, um, I wanted to shout out to everybody who um, sent in their challenges. And we are here to support each and every one of you in your Virgo health challenge that you have shared with us. You know, Francis, I know that you want to change your eating pattern. And, you know, the start of doing that is look at what type of eating pattern that you are participating in right now and then begin to see where you would like to make changes, okay? So that's one tip. This is for Francis, DN, and whoever else out there is looking to change your eating pattern during this Virgo season, right? Look at what your eating pattern is right now, right? And then begin to start making the changes in that particular pattern. Just make small changes in the pattern in which you are utilizing right now, okay? Um, you start off slowly, but surely. All right. Now, when, when what I'm thinking about when he says that he wants to change his eating pattern, I'm thinking maybe the time of day that he's eating or how often in the day he is eating. Right. Um, so whatever your eating pattern, your eating pattern is now, look at that, you know, jot that down, what your pattern is, and then take some time out to look at how you would like to change that pattern. All right. If you're eating, you know, uh, more times in the day in which you would like to jot down how many times a day you are eating and then maybe cut back one time, you know, take one of those um, times away. Right. Um, and things of that nature. OK. Um, if you're finding yourself eating more late at night as opposed to earlier in the day then, you know, switch that around. It's all a mental processing that needs to take place, but you can do it, okay? Um, uh, for um, Nakia, who uh, talked about eating more healthier, uh, definitely, I think it's wonderful for people to think about eating healthier, look at what you're eating now, right? What you're consuming now, and if it is, if there are things within your dietary habits or what you're eating now that you don't feel is healthy, think about the one thing, just one thing that you can take out of your diet that you won't mind missing, right? Um, that is not healthy, okay? Um, you know, cut back on that thing. Maybe not take it completely out, but cut back on that one thing that you feel is not healthy that's in your diet right so for example if it's pizza and you know you eat pizza maybe uh five days a week right you might want to cut pizza out for one of those five days start one week with just like you know cutting back on that right um or instead of eating you know um for some people some people eat two boxes of pizza you know what I mean? Instead of eating two boxes, only eat one, right? So you start off slowly yet surely. Um, I'm not a proponent of cutting things out cold turkey completely, 
but I am someone who would say, you know, start cutting back and then substitute. All right. Start cutting back and then substitute. If you want to infuse more healthier foods into your diet, think about fruits and vegetables, fruits and vegetables. Okay. What fruits do you like? Um, and start consuming more of those things. What vegetables do you like? And start to consume more of those things that you do like. And, um, and that is, those are ways for you to begin to eat more healthier, um, which is to slowly but surely cut back on the unhealthy foods and slowly but surely start to implement more healthy foods that you do enjoy um, eating, all right? Um, as it pertains to Vernique Wisdom, I understand about the coffee. You had me over here laughing, honey, when you said that, uh, you know, uh, hopefully you are stronger than Maxwell House. Uh, you are. You are stronger than you know. And when it comes to coffee, there is an herbal substitute for coffee, and it's chicory root, okay? So, you know, chicory root can certainly assist you and help you. That's something that I would suggest that you do your research on and look that up. Um, look into chicory root. Uh, from what I understand, it does taste like coffee. It's very similar to coffee, but it's non-caffeinated. All right. So, you know, since you're going to give up coffee for the next 21 days or so, uh, we are here to support you in doing that. And uh, yes, again, you are stronger than Bustello. I hope I'm saying that right. And you're also stronger than Maxwell House. So try some chicory root, okay? Um, you know, definitely do your research, but it is something that is definitely a substitute for coffee that is an herbal substitute that may certainly assist you and help you, okay? Joyful Healer, I thank you so much for, you know, say that you want to walk out on the beach more regularly and, you know, do some hiking in the woods. Um, that is awesome. What a way to get in exercise as well as, you know, spend time in nature. So we are going to support you in that. You know, if you haven't done that in the past couple of days or since we've been away, get into it. Okay. Get into it. Especially if you live in an area that, you know, promotes you being able to, you know, hike, um, and, and go to the beach. I know there are some people who live in areas where it's uh, cooler climates, right. Uh, than others. And they're not able to really get to the beach. Um, all year round and things of that nature. But if you, okay, live in an area, um, Joyful Healer, where you can, uh, you know, enjoy the beach and enjoy hiking all year round, where temperatures where you live are warmer throughout the year, then have at it. Enjoy it. All right. Also, too, there's uh, someone else uh, that I would like to mention. I think the name is LaRussi. Uh, underscore Hamido, uh, they want to learn about the function of the gut and gut health, same as I. So that is my challenge. My challenge is to learn more about, you know, the gut, the function of the gut and gut health, since Virgo does govern over, you know, the small intestines and the intestines in the body and things of that nature. Duodenum is also um, uh, another area of the body that Virgo governs over it. And all of those parts of the bodies um, definitely uh, is a part of the gut system or the system of the gut. So, um, you know, 
if LaRussi is, you know, uh, wanted to learn about gut health and functioning of the gut and the functions of the gut, uh, I'm with you on that. I hope that you are able to, you know, email us and write us in um, to evolutionnow.org at gmail.com and let us know, you know, what you are learning about the gut uh, so that we can share it uh, with the audience. Yes, indeed, because I'm definitely going to share what I am learning. Okay. So, you know, uh, kudos to everybody who is going to be taking this Virgo Health Challenge with us. We greatly appreciate you all. And for those of you who did not have an opportunity to let us know about what your challenge is going to be, definitely let us know. You know, email us, um, evolutionnow.org at gmail.com and let us know what your challenge is going to be so that we can certainly shout you out and support you as well. Okay. Um, and speaking of the gut, all right, I posted a quiz question. Uh, on my, uh, I think it's my IG account and my IG stories. I posted that in there, um, about the gut and it was a quiz question. As you guys know, I like to post quiz questions about, um, you know, things that we talked about in the previous episode. So we talked about, you know, what part of the body Virgo governs over. And so that was a question um, the quiz question that I posted on my, in my stories on IG. And, uh, let me see some of the answers to the question was a liver. So the question was, what part of the body does Virgo govern over in the body? Is it a liver, B the heart, C the lungs or D the intestines? And we had some answers from our supporters and we're going to certainly talk about that so let me see what we have here okay guys let me see i believe it was lola lola levine answered a the liver okay so she answered a the liver shout out to lola nostra um sister nostra here she answered C, the lungs, okay? We also had um, something sweet. That's one of our Instagram uh, supporters. Um, and they gave the answer of D, the intestines, okay? That, you know, the part of the body that Virgo governs over is D, the intestines. Shakira Fleming, shout out to you. She also said D, the intestines. And Bernique William, uh, Wisdom, not Williams, Bernique Wisdom also shouted out and said D as well. That is the intestines. Alicia Spann, shout out to you as well. Alicia also uh, answered D, the intestines. And so did uh, Miss Atkins, who was in the building, who is just so happens to be a Virgo. She also said D, the intestines. And Ashley Williams, shout out to you, Ashley. Thank you for answering the question, the quiz, and Ashley also said D, the intestines as well. So the answer is, of course, D, Virgo governs over the intestines. So thank you all for your answers and um, participating in answering the quiz. We greatly appreciate you all and your participation. Greatly appreciate it, guys. Yeah, so the intestines was the answer. So the answer is D, Virgo governs over the intestines. 
And the intestines are just one part of the gut. And did you guys know that the gut has a connection to the brain and that 70% of our immune system health is from our digestive system, okay? So, you know, the gut and the brain, they communicate through the vagus nerve or vagus nerve, okay? And is able to transform information from food to how we feel, all right? Now, this is also a way for food, you know, within our gut to um, influence brain function. So the vagal neurons, they travel to the brainstem, carrying information from our gut to the brain, right? So we eat, right? So we'll eat food and then the food goes to, you know, our gut. From there, the vagal neurons, they pick up, there's like a, a sensory, you know, they are able to sense the food and they're able to um, pick up information from the food and that information then travels through the vagus nerve, right? The vagal neurons and the vagus nerve to the brain. And so it, it gives us information about, you know, the food that we're eating and how that food makes us feel, right? I think this is so awesome because again, I'm doing research on the gut and how it works, okay? And about gut health. And so this puts me in the mindset of the planet Mercury because the planet Mercury is a planet of communication, travel, and intellect, right? And so when we talk about your gut communicating with your brain, that just, it's just like awesome because it just puts me in the mindset of Mercury and how Mercury works. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know? So there is no coincidence that Virgo governs over the intestines where information can travel from the intestines to the brain. So that traveling energy is Mercury and Mercury is the planet that governs over Virgo, okay? So Mercury governs over Virgo. Um, it's its ruling planet. And this is the season for us to definitely reflect on our communication, our thinking, and perception of our daily practices and routines. So this is a season, everybody, to really think about our food uh, consumption, what we are consuming, right? Because what we consume that, you know, has a way of communicating with our gut and with our brain, all right? And so um, it's very important during the season of Virgo to really um, take a step back and think about, you know, the food that we're eating and what that food is communicating to our brain through our what? Vagus nerve or vagus nerve, right? But also um, reflect on our own communication, not just the communication of food, you know, the gut and, and, you know, our brains, right? But also how we are communicating to ourselves because food has a way of altering the chemicals in our bodies, how we feel, all those things. Now, you know, if you eat a lot of sugar, right, that can make people hyper, 
that can, you know, and then after a while, people start crashing, right? After this sugar rush that they've had and all this type of, you know, types of things. So, you know, our food is going to be important and what we consume during Virgo season, um, how we are communicating to ourselves, how we are thinking to ourselves, uh, our perception of our daily practices and routines. Um, what I mean by how we are communicating to ourselves, what we are saying to ourselves positively and or negatively, right, is going to be important internally. Internal communication is going to be important as well as external communication, how we are communicating with others. What are our thoughts consisting of, right? Are they thoughts that build, benefit, and bring bounty to us? Or are they thoughts that destroy, right? Are they thoughts that um, come to devastate, right? And, you know, or are they uh, thoughts that are coming to, you know, deter us from, you know, reaching our goals and our objectives, okay? And so um, it's important that we keep, you know, a positive mindset and a high vibratory frequency, all right, during the season of Virgo. And what is our perception of ourselves? or our daily practices and our health, right? Those things are going to be important as well. Do you think, Saya, that it's important for us to uh, be aware of our thoughts and our mindsets during Virgo season? Absolutely. After all, your mind is a very powerful thing. We always tend to underestimate that or uh, miss that fact completely. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, you know, we uh, talk about the Kabbalion, right, which is um, a book. It's a study of the Hermetic philosophy um, of ancient Egypt and Greece. And these are all, you know, different principles within this particular document called the the Kabbalion. And one of the principles is all is in the mind, the mind is all. So it is very important that, um, you know, the information that we keep in our mindsets is very important because what is in the mind produces what is in our reality and in our world okay and so when we talk about our reality and our world what is our current life experiences what are we creating for ourselves right because it all starts within our minds and it then manifests within our life experiences and what messages are we sending to our community and our loved ones as it pertains to how we perceive our world, okay? Because Mercury is the messenger God. So what messages, what messages are you communicating this season? You know, that's very important. What message are you communicating this season? Not only to yourself, but to others. What message are you communicating this season, Saya? Um, just to be sure in terms of, just to be clear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, be clear. Um, you know, I think I, I think I would have to, you know, think more about that, to be honest. You know? I mean, what would you, what would you, what would you say for yourself? Well, I feel like right now, 
the message that you know I certainly um, am you know wanting to communicate this season especially in this season of Virgo is health you know I want you know to certainly communicate that your mental health your physical health your spiritual health your emotional health and your psychological health is of the utmost importance at this particular time we have so many retrograding planets right now okay um, that it is very important for us to go within okay there is a lot going on on the world stage and in our world a lot of shifts a lot of changes happening and you said it earlier um, your wealth is in your health okay always and so I feel like you know the message that I would like to communicate in this season of Virgo is that your health is very important and not just your physical health but again your emotional spiritual psychological um, along with your physical um, and emotional health are important so you know whatever it is that everyone needs to do out there um, to make sure that your energy bodies are you know topped off what I mean by topped off that they are full right um, and, and, and if they're not full, that you go get the assistance that you need in order to help you to be healthy in those areas, okay? Because that's going to be important, you know, because without your health, what else are you able to really do, right? So, you know, um, for me, I really feel like uh, in this time, and the times that we are in now, your health is very important. So that's my message. That's what, that's the message that I'm communicating in this season. Yeah. So, you know, you know, Mercury within the chart expresses how one thinks and communicates, right? And so whatever house Mercury is in within the chart is where one's communication is most meaningful. Um, experiences... This is, that's where, you know, um, one experiences real communication. Um, and one's intellect is constantly active or focused upon within that area. So, for example, if your natal Mercury is in the second house, then that means that um, your communication is most meaningful when it, when it comes to your personal finances and your, and your values, Right. Um, if your natal Mercury is in the second house, um, your experience, you experience real communication when it comes to your personal finances, when it comes to finances, right? Um, you are constantly focused on finances, personal finances. If your Mercury is in the fifth house, you know, um, your, your constant active energy or, you know, your mental energy or your communication is going to be around your creative self-expression, artistic work, and things of that nature. If your natal Mercury, for example, is in the ninth house, ninth house go governs over higher mind consciousness and philosophy and spirituality and things of that nature, you're going to more than likely be communicating about those things the most. That's where real communication comes in for you. 
um, is around philosophy. It's around, you know, teaching of the higher educational subjects, right? Um, and spirituality and things of that nature. And you may very well uh, mentally focus on philosophy, um, spirituality, and things of that nature if your Mercury is in the ninth house, okay? So that's just giving an example. So again, whatever house Mercury is in natally for you um, within the chart is where one's communication um, is most meaningful. Uh, you know, real communication happens for you within that area or around that topic. Um, and you may focus mentally on, you know, um, that area of your life a great deal mentally. Okay. So you never know those who are constantly talking about finances or, you know, constantly thinking about finances, their Mercury might be in the second house. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and goes for those, uh, that also goes for those who may have their Mercury in the seventh house. Seventh house is about partnerships and marriage. So you, you know, wonder why this person is constantly talking about partnerships. Oh, I want to be married. One is in the third. This is just one example, guys. Okay. This is just one piece of the chart. All right. This is not the whole chart, but just one piece of the chart. Remember your Mercury is how you communicate and how you think. So, you know, someone who might potentially be thinking about and communicate about relationships a lot. Hey, their Mercury might be in the seventh house. Okay. So that's just, you know, a, a, a potential um, outset of, of how to look at just a piece of the natal chart. Okay. So um, now since our last podcast episode, we've had um, a new moon in Virgo. Of which um, I hope everyone enjoyed. I hope everyone enjoyed that new moon in Virgo. It was at four degrees of Virgo, if I'm not mistaken. So whatever area four degree of Virgo falls for you within your, your natal chart, uh, hopefully you guys had an opportunity to look back at that and to focus your intent um, and your manifestations of new beginnings within that area of the life, okay? Um, wherever four degrees of Virgo uh, falls for you. Um, if you would like to review the new moon in Virgo information, you can. You can catch that on my um, FB page, my Facebook page, all right, um, at Ashley Morologist 7. And so um, I did a Facebook Live on the Virgo new moon, all right, new moon in Virgo. So that is done. And, um, you know, you can go there for that particular live, all right. And so getting back to Mercury, Mercury has uh, moved into the sign of Libra and will retrograde on September the 9th at 8 degrees and 55 minutes of Libra and will end its retrograde on October 2nd, 2022 at 24 degrees and 12 minutes of Virgo. So we talked about retrograding planets. There's a lot of retrograding energy right now. And, um, you know, Mercury will join this retrograding energy uh, that we are in on the 9th of September. And so when Mercury is retrograde, it is a time to definitely reflect, to reassess, reevaluate, and realign our thoughts, our communication, and, you know, our perception 
all right of course a lot of people will say during the mercury retrograde it's a time to not sign contracts it's a time to certainly you know make sure that you understand that detours may happen uh delays and travel may happen uh, there might be some miscommunication happening and things of that nature so just be aware of all of those things yes however for me the main meat of retrogrades whether it's a mercury retrograde pluto retrograde venus retrograde mars retrograde it doesn't necessarily matter what really matters for me is the fact that it is a time to do some introspecting it's a time to reflect to reassess reevaluate and realign now because this the planet that will be retrograding is mercury again mercury is about communication and intellect so we are reassessing, reevaluating, realigning, and reflecting on how we communicate, how we are perceiving things. And we are also uh, reflecting on, you know, and doing some introspecting on our thoughts, right? And since it is in the sign of Libra, this will be around our partnerships. So we are reassessing, realigning, reevaluating, and reflecting on, you know, our communications and thoughts around our partnerships of all kinds our relationships, you know, those that are married, you know, you're thinking about that, you're re reassessing, realigning, reevaluating your marriages, right? Um, we are also uh, reflecting on open communication, how we are communicating, if we're communicating at all, right? Um, as well as open enemies and fairness and cooperation. Are we being fair within our relationships? Are we being fair within a relationship with, with ourselves, you know? So, you know, are we cooperating within our relationships of all kinds, right? Um, and so, and what does that look like? So this is a time for us to do a lot of, you know, reflecting and some introspecting, some slowing down a bit because that's what the planets do. They slow down, they don't stop and they don't reverse. They just slow down when we are speaking of retrogrades. And so uh, this retrograde starts at eight degrees where we have the energy of power, authority. This is numbers now, okay? The number eight, you know, is the energy of power, authority, control, manifestation, responsibility, karma, right? Good judgment, rewards, and recognition, okay? And so that is the energy of, of, the, of the number eight. Um, and because it's gonna be starting at eight degrees, of Libra and of course this retrograde will happen just before Libra season right and it will end during Libra season at 24 degrees of Virgo and the number 24 according to the ancient Chaldeans it brings forth karmic rewards finances creativity success right love so there's no coincidence in the universe that this Mercury retrograde is happening in the sign of Libra, right? Which governs over the uh, house of, you know, the seventh house of partnerships and marriage and relationships. Yeah, exactly. There's absolutely no coincidence there. Yeah. And when simplified, the number 24 is a six. And the number six is love, balance, nurturing, caring, healing, family and community oriented energy. Right? That's it. I think oriented. There we go. Oriented energy. Right? And so the number six is Venus. Because the number 24, when you break that down, two plus four equals six. 
So this signifies that once the mental work is done around your partnerships, around your marriage, around your relationships, around your, you know, open enemies and around fairness and cooperation, right? There is success within those areas just in time for Libra season to come in, all right? And numerically, again, we are under a six universal month, okay? And we're under a six universal year. Yeah. Well, look at that 666. Oh. <laughs> you know, which is not a bad number, by the way. Yeah, okay. no, it's not a bad number. It represents six protons, six neutrons, six electrons. Yes, sir. It sure does. And that is man. Okay. And so, um, and when you break down 666, that's the number 18. Number 18, when you break that down, is the number 9. That's the architect's number. That is the highest number in numerology outside of the master numbers. So, you know, um, this is this is all just, you know, wonderful energy, guys. You know, we're under this energy that highlights relationships, partnerships, uh, marriage, home, family, right? And so, with this Mercury retrograde in Libra, do all of the introspecting, the reflecting, the evaluating, the re-evaluating, the reassessing that needs to be done within those areas, you know, okay? So that once you have done the work, you can receive the karmic reward. Now, you know, again, what you put in, you get out. Right. If you put the work in, you'll get, you know, some successful things out of it. And this is mental work. This is mental work. And and some of it is physical, too, because you may have to physically go to people and forgive them and, you know, all of these types of things. OK, but this is all mental subconscious work that needs to happen. That's where most and the majority of the heavy lifting happens. And that is where the magic happens, in the subconscious mind, okay? And so, you know, this is time to do the reflecting, the introspecting, all right? It doesn't always feel good, but it is good for us. It is, it's going to be the change for the better. And now numerically, since we're talking about numbers 6 and 24 and 8 and all of those good things, okay? Numerically, we are under a new month, and with a new month is a new numerical energy. We are now in the month of September, and September, again, again, it is a six universal month energy, you know, which for the collective, here is what is for the collective for the month of September. Um, discernment, having a spirit of discernment, freedom, what is freeing you up? Are you allowing yourself to be free? Are you releasing yourself of things that no longer serve you? Okay. All right. Uh, being light of heart for the collective this month of September. That is the message. And making decisions. Okay. So decision making is going to be important for the collective in the month of September. Having a spirit of discernment. Being able to discern what is and what isn't. Like, right, you know, looking beneath the surface and not seeing things for face value only right freedom what does that look like for you is there is is this part of your life allowing you to be free or is it holding you hostage and keeping you bound 
right? So these things are going to be important for the collective and making sure that you keep a light heart, okay? As much as you possibly can. Laugh wherever you can. Laughter is good for the soul. So some of you may receive some financial favors or assistance in this month of September, all right? Um, and this is for the collective for the month of September. Progress can come once you release yourself from limitations and fears. Um, decide whether things, again, in your life are limiting you or are they setting you free. You want to try not to overwork yourselves in this month of September, okay, guys? Okay? Uh, this can certainly affect your health, and we are in the season of Virgo. And we talked about how important health is. That's the message. You want to stay light of heart by finding ways to incorporate laughter into your life, okay? Laughter is good for the soul. And try not to take things for face value this month of September. What you see is not always what you get. You have to look beneath the surface and ask for discernment before taking any action. I will say that again. Before you take action on anything, look beneath the surface. Okay, try not to take things for face value. All right, and so that's for the, 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 the collective for the month of September. Okay, be ready so you don't have to what? Get ready. Yes, indeed. All right. So, you know, laugh, guys. Take some time out to laugh. Okay, take some time out to laugh. Be light of heart and try to take things, you know, for face value. Okay. Look beneath the surface. Now, in the news, President Biden signed an executive order to pardon up to, I think, $20,000 um, in federal student loan debt uh, per borrower. I believe that's what happened. Um, uh, and I believe that it's, it's $10,000 uh, for those who, you know, that debt, $10,000 worth of debt can be forgiven. Um, for individuals that earn less than $125,000 per year. And if you are a couple, if you earn less than $250,000 a year. And if you are a non-Pell Grant borrower, you can only qualify for that $10,000 of forgiveness, okay? However, if you are a Pell Grant borrower, all right, you also get an opportunity to have an additional $10,000 uh, of your student loan debt forgiven, all right? Um, I, I believe it's just wiped out, okay? So you only get $10,000 of forgiveness um, if you are a borrower, okay? But if you are a borrower, right, and you, you know, received Pell Grants and you're, you know, a Pell Grant borrower, you get up to $20,000 of your debt forgiven, all right? But you all, you have to make sure that you earn as an individual less than $125,000 a year and as a couple earn less than $250,000 a year. So this has caused a divide amongst borrowers who have paid their student loan debts and those who have not, okay? Um, it has also caused a divide amongst uh, political parties um, and all of this happened all during Uranus retrograde in the sign of Taurus. Yeah. So you never know with Uranus what you're going to get. You never know. You know, you never know what you're going to get. And remember, 
um, you know, this is all happening under the financial structures of the United States right now. So, you know, um, our finances are going to go through some shifts, okay? They, they really are. Um, and so, you know what we always say, you want to be ready so you don't have to get ready. Um, and when we talk about this divide, right, amongst borrowers, some people feel like it's unfair because they took the time out and they were disciplined and they were responsible enough to pay back their student loans and they sacrificed things, you know, to pay back their student loans. And, you know, there are, are some people who uh, did not do that for whatever reason and now their student loans are being forgiven. Up to $20,000 worth of their student loans are being forgiven, right? And so that's leaving a divide amongst the people, okay? But I'm hoping that people will understand, as we know now, that Mercury is in the sign of Libra. And so hopefully with, you know, Mercury in the sign of Libra, it will help people to see different perspectives of the situation, right? You know, try to put yourself in each other's shoes, okay? Everybody's situation is unique. And being able to, you know, be diplomatic, right? And um, begin to think in the perspective of others, okay? And come to some type of middle ground where we're not divided. We have enough things that are dividing us in this matrix, okay? We have to begin to understand what divide and conquer means, okay? And so, you know, hopefully the people will be able to um, come to a diplomatic agreement, right? Um, you know, and be able to, um, you know, see both sides of the, of the situation and not just see things from one side, right? And so that's what Mercury and Libra helps us to do. Uh, Libra is diplomatic in nature, uh, likes partnerships, likes to see both sides of the of a situation, okay? Um, and can see things from more than one perspective. So hopefully the collective will be able to do that. Also in the news, there is another virus on the rise called tomato flu. Yeah. I'm sorry, tomato flu? What is, what is that? Right, so the tomato flu um, is uh, a new virus that has uh, come on the scene in India, amongst children in India. Um, and apparently they are feeling like some are saying that this virus is not something new, but it's a manifestation of the hand, foot, and mouth disease. So um, I guess the, the, the flu-like symptoms um, and the illness shows up as blisters that look like, you know, round red circular blisters on the body. Right, right. And so they're calling it the tomato flu. Um, but apparently it's something that's not new. Uh, it's a manifestation of the hand, foot, and mouth disease that children um, have gotten in the past. And considering this is Virgo season, it is imperative to keep up good health. I cannot stress that message enough. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, um, for not only ourselves, but for our loved ones as well. Our children, if you have kids out there, for those of you, make sure you 
you know, um, especially now that school, you know, year, the new school year is, is now uh, started, um, you know, this is definitely a time to really keep up on your children's health as well as your own. So last but certainly not least, Jerome Powell, uh, chair of the Federal Reserve of the U.S., says that the war on inflation will require a series of interest rate hikes along with quantitative tightening. Now, let me just say this. I must apologize because on the last podcast episode, I kept talking about quantitative easing and I was giving the definition of quantitative tightening but I was using the word quantitative easing. So let me clear that up. We are talking about quantitative tightening. Quantitative tightening is when they withdraw funds from the economic system, the circulation of funds from the economic system, therefore causing people to not spend money, okay? And so that is quantitative tightening, all right? And so with quantitative tightening, that means that there's less circulation of funds within our economic system, therefore causing people to not spend as much because there's not enough currency circulating within our economic structure, okay? So therefore, people will bypass buying things um, and things of that nature. Um, And so with this quantitative tightening, which will bring some pain to households and businesses, This means that people may lose their jobs. Um, Some small businesses may be shut down. Higher unemployment may occur just to help to bring inflation down. So, you know, according to Jerome Rome, okay, um, this quantitative tightening is going to, along with interest rate hikes, is, is going to help with the war on inflation, to bring inflation down. Okay, and so, um, and this brings me to the unfortunate and untimely death of, you know, the Bed Bath and Beyond CFO, Chief Federal Officer Gustavo Arnal. Okay, um, I believe he was 52 years of age, and at the time of his transitioning, I believe he was 52, and um, Arnal fell to his death from a skyscraper building in New York, and this happens to be the Jenga Towers, um, and I believe this happened on last Friday afternoon, um, where Arnold jumped from the 18th floor uh, to his death, um, and this was just days after the retail chain Bed Bath & Beyond announced that it would be closing 150 stores and laying off, I believe, 20% of their workers and staff. And so, um, you know, this just plays right into what, you know, um, Jerome Powell was talking about as it pertains to, you know, layoffs, higher unemployment rates going up um, and and, and people possibly losing their jobs and things of that nature um, as a way to assist with this quantitative tightening and rising of interest rates in order to fight inflation, okay? So this kind of tie, this kind of ties into that. Uh, when we talk about laying off of workers and closing of 150 stores, right? This is the type of pain that they are saying is going to be felt 
okay, with this fight on inflation, right, where we have businesses, you know, closing um, locations, um, people being laid off of work. So the home and, and, and bath goods giant, which is, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond, um, has been financially struggling for some time and was looking to turn things around with, you know, store closures and layoffs, okay? So I believe there's more to this story and I am sure more will be revealed as time passes, especially due to the fact that we have Scorpio in the South Node energy. That energy is speaking to me as I talk more about um, the untimely death of Gustavo Arnal, all right? Um, Rest in peace to him. Yes, you know, we're sending much peace, light, and comfort to his family, okay? And to those workers and their families who may, uh, you know, face layoffs, right? And store closures, because with store closures, jobs are lost. You know, you close a store down, you, you can't keep people on payroll when the stores are closed down, right? Exactly right. And so, you know, um, I, I just want to certainly give, you know, sending much peace, light, and comfort to, um, you know, Arnaud's family, as well as the family of those workers who will more than likely potentially be facing layoffs, right? Um, and things of that nature. So, speaking of family, all right, I want you guys all to pay attention to your family. Again, we are in a six universal year and a six universal month. So pay attention to your family and your family's needs, okay? I cannot stress that enough. I cannot stress enough to pay attention to your health mentally, spiritually, psychologically, emotionally, physically. It is very important. I can only imagine the distress that um, Gustavo um, might have faced prior to his death, okay? The mental stress, the emotional stress, right? It is so imperative, everyone. And I know that everyone may be going through their own challenges, but you must know that you are not alone. You are not alone. And to receive the assistance and the help that you need, right? Emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, and physically. Okay? It's very, very important. And so, speaking of family, J-Lo and Ben Affleck, all right, are blending families. The two were married this August. Both Jennifer and Ben are Leos, right? They're Leo sun sign energy. Jennifer is a first, second at Leo, and she's born July 24th, 1969, allegedly, from what I can see, here or tell. Um... And Ben is a third decanate Leo. He's born August the 15th, 1972. All right. They are both governed by the sun because they are Leos. And they are both ambitious, strong, will-powered individuals. Um, very individualistic, independent, um, and talented in their own right. Right. Um, they are both six personality souls. 
uh, numerically uh, that can be, you know, self-sacrificing. They are family-oriented. They are service-oriented. Um, and they can be quite the supervisors, right? Um, ben might be more um, impulsive than Jen. Um, he has the sun, Mars, and Venus working on his behalf, all right? Um, and Jen strikes me to be more of a perfectionist than Ben, okay? Uh, she has Venus and the sun, you know, um, working on her behalf, okay? That, um, that Mars energy for, for, for Ben is where that third decanate, um, you know, uh, Leo energy comes in at for him, all right? Um, what I also can see here or sense here is that she may have a Sagittarius moon, meaning Jennifer Lopez, she may have a Sagittarius moon, um, whereas Ben, he may be a little bit more intense, not only because of that Mars energy that he has going for himself, but also because he has a Scorpio moon, all right? And so Jen has been placed um, in the media, from what I understand, forget this, not wanting to hire Virgos as background dancers, right? Now, mind you, her ex, uh, Mark Anthony, was a Virgo. You know, he's born September 16th, okay? Um, uh, but I also believe that uh, Jen has her Pluto in Virgo, which also brings about, for me, that perfectionist energy, okay? So what are your thoughts on this, Saya, that um, Jennifer Lopez may not, uh, you know, it's legendary. She don't want to hire Virgos as back dancers, background dancers. Yeah, you know, it's just... It's very unfortunate to hear, you know, man, like, the more these celebrities, you know, keep misusing astrology to assess an individual, it's just further creating the divide of misunderstanding between the public and, um, and astrology itself, you know. These celebrities, they don't understand the, uh, influence that they have, uh, amongst the public that really determines you know, their perception as to what a thing can be or what they believe it is or what it should be. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just unfortunate to know and to hear that because it's, it's a lot of other factors determine, you know, what makes a person who they are, astrologically speaking. And it's not, it's way more than just the sun sign, man, you know. So I get kind of annoyed when I hear that. So, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. As an astrologer and as someone who, um, you know, studies astrology um, and continue to study astrology because, you know, it's such a vast, um, you know, a spiritual science, um, along with numerology, it's such a vast science um, that you are absolutely right. You should not just take um, the sun sign energy into account there's so many you're more than just your sun sign so there's so many factors that come into play when you are doing an assessment um of any kind right and so you know and this is all alleged no one knows whether or not this is truth or not that you know j-lo does not hire virgo background dancers but i will say this 
it's 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 her perspective as to whom she hires or who she wants to hire that's totally up to her um however i will say you know that um when it comes to making an assessment um and and it comes to people right making an assessment on people because we do we have we also have um personality assessments right 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 exactly we do we have iq tests we have personality tests that people use when they're hiring people we have uh gre's and 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 sats and all types of tests that students need to take in order to enter into any type of college that they would like to 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 attend and all of those things so when we talk about utilizing astrology as an assessment tool I won't say that, that that we should rule that completely out because we utilize so many different types of tests, whether it's Briggs, Myers, or whatever it might be, right, um, to assess people, places, and things, okay? So astrology should not be uh, ostracized in that way, okay? So if she wants to use astrology to uh, make an assessment, then she can. However, right, I will say this. You, 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 it's, it's how you utilize the information, okay? It's how you utilize it. Do as thy will, but it's how you utilize the information. And, you know, we, we have to refrain from utilizing just one aspect of astrology, which is your star or your sun sign. Um, there's so much more to a soul, individual soul, than just their star or their sun sign, okay? Um, and so that can you know certainly complicate things and not only that it's more to an individual soul than just their astrology you also have their numerology okay um numbers is the language of the universe okay and so uh there you have numerical energy as well so it's not just about your astrological energy but it's also what also comes into play is the, the numerical energy as well so, you know, I just want to point that out and put that out there, um, that these sciences, um, I take, I do, I take it, I take them seriously. Uh, they are ancient sciences that have helped in my life. They have also helped the lives of many clients that I have worked with. And um, to, you know, be respectful of the sciences and utilize them in a way where, um, there is integrity, right, um, and um, some forethought, right, and honor that goes into utilizing these ancient sciences is what I feel is important for us to remember. Um, and not just, and I understand what you're saying, Saya, when you talk about, you know, certain people utilizing astrology and, you know, giving it, you know, a misconception or a bit of a bad rap. Right, where we're just, we're just, hey, oh, let's just look at this part of it, and you know, that's it, that's all time out. No, there's more to it, and it can be, it's, it's, it's more complex, and, it, and you know, we need to bring back the integrity to these sciences. Um, and so, um, I totally agree with that. Uh, but I believe, according to um, astral charts, Jen might have her Pluto in Virgo which could have a profound analytical quality to the personality of a soul, okay? And it's that, you know, 
And so that's where I feel the perfectionist or the analytical piece or part of, you know, uh, Jennifer Lopez may come in at, you know, that could potentially be, you know, um, uh, a factor that comes into play as to why she, if that's even if she does not, um, you know, hire Virgos, who knows? No one knows. This is all alleged. But if that's something that she um, subscribes to, um, that is her prerogative, it's her perspective. Um, but with having that Virgo, that Pluto in Virgo um, placement, um, that could potentially be, you know, why, you know, she's analytical when it comes to who she hires, right? And, and um, seeks perfection in that regard, okay? Um, and that can also bring about, that type of placement can also bring about suspicion and fault. But having um, Pluto in Virgo, wherever Pluto is found in the natal chart, by house and or sign, that is where transformation is going to happen. So um, there could be some transformation that can certainly happen for, for Jennifer uh, when it comes to being analytical, right? Um, so she might see how analytical she can become within herself and that might prompt some type of change and transformation for her, you know, at some point in her life, okay? Speaking of life, this is a one uh, personal year for uh, Jennifer. Um, and so this is a time of new beginnings for her. Uh, so congratulations to her and Ben Affleck. New beginnings as it pertains to having a blended family and, you know, a beautiful wedding and things of that nature. Um, for Ben, this is a time where partnerships are going to be important for him. So this is a year where partnerships are important for him, you know, collaborating working together with others um, is going to be important for Ben. So good for him. You know, this was definitely a year where he could have found his soulmate or someone that he would settle down with. Um, in this type of, of year energy uh, for him personally. And so uh, he united. He reunited, I should say, with Jennifer Lopez because they were once a couple. They were once Benifer, and I guess they are Benifer again. Yeah. So, um, very good, very good. So, congratulations to them. And, you know, um, I know my Virgos got a little uptight when they heard about, you know, Jennifer Lopez, you know, not wanting to necessarily hire them as background dancers. They were oh, like, yeah, what? Yeah, they definitely felt some type of way about that. They are like, we hardworking folks talking about Virgo in the building. You know, and then Virgo sees you going to pop this up on our J-Lo, what? But no, you know, guys, we don't know. You know, this is all legend. We really don't know what's going on in their world or how it works out or what they do or what they don't do. But I will say this. Um, I hope that everybody uh, that is listening out there has a level of respect for astrology and numerology um, and that you are open, right, to learning more about astrology and numerology with us, okay? And understand that it is not just that cut and dry. There are a lot of complexities around these ancient sciences uh, that has been around for eons, okay? And uh, we're, we're here to unlock, um, you know, those, those complexities and learn about them together um, so that we can understand what the cosmos has for us um, as well as the universe by way of numbers, 
Yeah. Um, I, I deeply respect astrology and numerology a great deal. Um, I've been called to them to utilize them and to teach them and to share them and to make them practical uh, for people uh, to digest, okay? So that you can see how astrology and numerology works in your everyday practical life, all right? And how they are playing out on the world stage within our world because as above, so below, okay? And so um, with that being said, um, I can't, I'm, I'm just glad that we're back. We're wrapping this episode up. And I thank you all for joining us on tonight. If you are interested in having a natal chart, a numerical chart done, a um, personal year session done with me, you can certainly do that at www.evolutionnow.org. All right. Um, you can also get a business session done as well. If that is something that you are interested in doing. All right. Um, everything is energy. And so that's what we're ever working with. We're forever working with energy. All right. Uh, we're always working with energy first and foremost. It is that which is unseen that produces that which is seen. And so we are always working with astrological and numerical energy. Um, and so that's what my sessions help my clients to understand, to gain insight, clarity and direction around uh, you know, their authentic energies, okay? Um, your authentic energy, all right? And so that's what the sessions help people to do, especially in the days and times that we are living in right now. Um, it's a great time to be alive. There's a lot going on. And, uh, you know, these sessions helps you to gain insight around who you are, where you are energetically, so that you can be ready, so you don't have to what? Get ready. All right. Um, so with that being said, if you would, if you haven't already uh, followed me um, on Facebook, you can certainly follow me on Facebook at Astronomerologist 7. You can also follow me on Instagram at Astronomerologist 7 as well. All right. If you are interested in purchasing any of the merch, you can go onto my IG page and in my bio, there is a link there. All right. Um, for you to get any of the uh, Astro Numbers merch, all right, as well as um, there is a link there for those of you who are interested in, you know, purchasing uh, Labretta Brillard's beautiful jewelry. Um, for any of my Virgos out there, as a gift for Virgos or a gift for yourself, um, you can certainly go to the bio link that the link in my bio on my instagram uh page for any of those things all right so with that being said we will reconvene on the next episode i believe that'll be episode 13 everybody um and there's a lot that we're going to be talking about and sharing because we have a full moon coming up in the sign of pisces we also have um venus moved into the sign of um virgo so venus is in the sign of virgo right now as we speak right now so venus is moving to the sign of virgo and so we are more precise we are more practical with our finances and you know and things of that nature so you know i want you guys to be aware you know of that but when we return we're going to be talking about that full moon in pisces all right 
So have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, evening, and or night, and we will reconvene um, on the next episode. Bye for now.